Hey, my friends, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so grateful that you are here. I, um, Man, I just wanted to say thank you, too, for the input and the feedback and just the encouragement. I know that I had shared the episode that I was on, Steph Gass, my coach. I was on her, her podcast last week, for those of you that might have missed that. But anyways, I am actually going to get that audio from Steph, and I'm going to play it on a holy mess podcast in the coming, I think next week we'll play it towards the end of the week. But anyways, I'm super stoked, you guys. It was a stretch for me and it so blessed me. I mean, if you listen to that episode, you know, man, I was real. I was raw. I was honest. I shared more about my journey, just the way that Steph led the conversation. It just opened up my journey more, especially with anxiety and with shame and just how we let these things that we've done or that have been done to us define us. And I know in the last episode, episode 40, I talked about how we have to somehow unpack and detach ourselves from allowing these things to define us and acknowledge that they do impact us. Because I believe that there is validity and it's so important to acknowledge that our past and the things that people have done to us and the things that we have done, those things impact us. I mean, they really do. And God willing, we've learned from them and we can grow from them and we can find a deeper understanding and empathy and forgiveness. And we've really encountered God's presence because of the pain, right? Because he's faithful and he promises to walk with us through it all, right? But we have to somehow come under the come out from underneath it, I should say, the belief or the that's interwoven in us at times where we're defined by these things, right? And that is where we get really derailed in our life. And it can be very overwhelming. It can be very emotionally driven. It can it can just wreak havoc on our mind, on our heart, and even our bodies. And so today's episode, I'm super stoked that we're having these discussions. I love this kind of inner healing stuff. This is my passion. This is my drive. I believe it's why I'm on the planet right now, right? Whole other reasons too, you know, but this is one of my passions. And so, and I'm just excited to have these conversations. And so, you know, as a quick follow-up, and this is going to be a really brief episode because we're actually on our way out of town. It's my daughter's 16th birthday and we're taking her to celebrate. So excited to just have this chance to just pour love on her and Whenever we have these milestones in my family, I'm reminded, holy moly, like how close I came to not being a part of these things, right? I almost, you know, wrote my ticket out of this planet because of the things that I had done and the things that had been done to me and just things that I was wrestling with and and lies I believed and, and all of that and just that shame. And so whenever we have these big milestones, I'm telling you, I just try to tuck them away in my heart because they're so like it's a miracle that I'm here. It's a miracle that I'm part of them. Anyways, I just, every day is a gift and that's how I want to live my life. That's how. Now it's really easy for me to look at the things that are struggles and and all of that. Trust me, I can obsess there too. But when I can take hold of the gratitude and just the miracle of today and, and kind of what we're, we're off to do even this weekend to celebrate my daughter, man, I just wanted to encourage you guys take a moment, take a breath. Like your life right now is a miracle and it may not feel like a miracle, but God is doing something in you and he has something for you. And this is not how you're always going to feel like there's better days ahead. And that doesn't mean circumstances are going to necessarily be better, but I do believe that we can live a better life internally with our creator and more grounded in ourself and who we are and just more comfortable in our skin. And so anyways, there was a little tangent. Today's podcast episode is about our future self and making friends with 
our future self. Sometimes, you guys, it's easier to make friends with our future self than it is with our past self, right? Because we hold our past selves with in such contempt, right? And so anyways, I just want to talk about that relationship. And this is not in some woohoo way, okay? We all had a past. We all <laughs> lived, right? We're all currently present in these bodies. And Lord willing, we're all going to have a future. And it could be your future self in five minutes. It could be your future self in five months, five years, 20 years, 25 years. Like, But we're going to talk about, we're going to unpack the importance of these relationships that we have with ourself, past, present, and future. Because I believe we can make peace with our past, our past selves. We can absolutely make peace with our current self. And God willing, we can make peace and excitement and actually look forward to who we're going to be in the future. And so that's what we're unpacking today. Super jazzed. We're going to just dive into some more concepts and I'm excited. Thanks for being here. Welcome to a Holy Mess podcast. All right, my friends, we all know life can be so difficult and painful at times, especially when we're carrying grief or loss or wrestling with shame about our past, anxiety about our future, or frankly, like we are just not enough. But there has to be so much more for us. There is hope and joy, peace, love, fun, purpose, and a reason that you, my friend, are on this planet. Let's partner with God so you can be who he created you to be as you wrestle through and trudge through your mess. Hi, I'm Danny, a recovering alcoholic, a mom, a wife, a mentor, and dust. We are only here for a moment. Let's live like it. I'm just like you. I'm a holy mess most days. Actually, every day. Let's have some fun and laugh while trudging through our mess. This stuff doesn't need to be dry and boring. Let's dig in. Okay, here we go. Future self. Man, okay, this is a fun subject for me. I I was sitting with a group of people a couple weeks ago and we unpacked uh, a relationship with our future self and it was a really fun process. It was really fun to see people's processes too as they some people's eyes glazed over when I started talking about a relationship with our future self, like it was some like woohoo or like they couldn't even comprehend thinking about the future because they're so overwhelmed in today. So I want to pray for us before we dive into this content. There's going to be a few tacticals. If you have pen and paper, that'd be great. If you're driving, it's okay. You can pause it and write down the four little things, suggestions that I have, or you can come back to it or, or whatever. Anyways, or just take it in, just take a deep breath and and chew up the fruit and spit out the seeds, right? That's what my husband always says. You know, when you're learning something new, it's like some things are going to resonate right away. Some things it may take some time to resonate and some t- some things you got to spit out the seeds so it can like hit the dirt and grow and then you can eat the fruit from it. It's kind of a graphic picture, but you get what I'm saying, okay? And it's spoken to me for years. So Gary and I always talk about that. Okay, here we go. Lord, I thank you for today. Lord, I thank you for my friend. I don't know specifically what they are walking through, but God, I pray, Lord, that you would help them to just breathe into this moment, God. Lord, I know because I know because I know our relationship with ourselves, God, it's it's who you've given us to steward, Father, so we can be all the love and all the compassion and all the grace and everything on this planet that you've called us to be, God. You've redeemed us. You've restored us. You've forgiven us. God, help us to walk in such a way, Lord, and help us to unpack this and not to put a cloud of shame of like, oh my gosh, I should be doing more. I should be walking more free or any of that, God. I I just, I don't believe in any of that, Lord. I believe, Jesus, that you are with us and that you're with my friend, that you're with me, Father, and that you're going to lead us and you're going to guide us. God, help us to have a good relationship with our future selves, God, so we can 
continue to walk into and be the human being you've created us to be with our history, our story, our current situation, our current circumstances, our DNA, our biology, all of that, Father. Lord, we love you and we need you, God. Thank you for my friend. And Lord, just speak in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, I think it's really important for us to have a vision or a relationship with our future self for a whole host of reasons. And if you're really struggling with your past, let me just acknowledge right now. Some of us are really struggling with our past and it's really hard. Like, you know, I know the last couple episodes we've kind of talked about shame and especially that episode with Steph that I did that interview on. We talked about shame and all that. And sometimes shame can feel elusive and sometimes shame can feel we're almost grieving that we're struggling with shame because we're bargaining like, no, that's not shame. That's regret. Or no, that's not shame. That's just modesty. Or sometimes we do know it's shame. Like, so I just want you to know shame is like a funny thing. It's, it's very elusive at times too. And other times it's glaring. It's a big black dark hole. We can feel it in our bodies. We can feel it in our stomach. I can tell when my body's feeling shame because honestly, my stomach gets a little bit knotted and I get queasy. My neck gets heavy and my arms are weak because I believe shame takes away our power, right? I believe Jesus created us with these purposes. And I believe that when we're struggling with shame, we feel it in our bodies. We don't only feel it in our minds and in our spirits, but we feel it in our bodies. You know, we're going to continue to unpack this whole process because I believe wholeheartedly we are triune beings. And I've said it before on the podcast and I'll say it 27 million under 100 times, right? So triune beings, right? Like the Trinity of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, right? Three. So I believe in the same way that we are triune beings, meaning that we are, we have a spirit, we have a mind where our thoughts live and reside and enter. (laughs) And then we have emotions, you know, that kind of feed off from our thoughts, right? And we can argue, well, our thoughts create our emotions. And, you know, some people will say, well, our emotions create our thoughts. And we can argue about that But what I'm trying to say is that we don't need to argue about it, okay? What I'm trying to say is we also have a body, right? So we have a body, we have a mind where our emotions and mind reside and live. And then we have spirits, right? And that's the beauty of us walking with God is like we are spiritually healed. The moment we enter into this relationship with our creator, we are like spiritually healed in an instant. You know, this is where 2 Corinthians 5.17 comes into play, right? Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old is gone, right? The new is here, but that's spiritually speaking. The complications come up when our minds, we're trying to retrain our minds and our hearts and our emotions, and even our bodies, like our bodies have lived through some junk. Like our bodies were with us the whole way, right? Our bodies were with us through this past and through things that have been done to us and things that we've endured and, and things that, you know, we've done and all of that. Right. So it's like bringing healing to our whole being. I believe that is what Jesus is after. Dallas Willard has written about it extensively. He's preached about it extensively. John Bradshaw, who's another hero of mine. He was a pastor. He passed away several years ago, but he was a pastor and he was in recovery and he was just super open and authentic about how, the shame that we wrestle with that he wrote a series called the shame that binds us was a phenomenal it was like a cd series i had it you know a decade ago it was like six cds and it was powerful it was like these messages about how the shame that binds us and how to become more aware and how to unpack it and how to walk free and and all of that and so it sounds complicated but it's really not it's it's a simple process but yet it's difficult to do because we're so attached and we get so attached and shame clings to us, right? What I wanted to talk about 
is really this relationship with our future self. Because you guys, the reality is who you are today will be very different than you are in 10 months from now, and especially than you are in 10 years from now. And so if we can begin to look with hope, like literally look with hope into our futures. And that doesn't mean circumstances are going to be perfect. doesn't mean we're not going to endure loss or suffering or any of that stuff. You guys, uh, we don't control our futures. Things happen. It rains on the just and the unjust. So what I wanted to talk about was this future self. And if you could, for a moment, put down your past self, okay, and just sit presently with yourself and begin to dream about what do you want your future to look like? And I don't mean necessarily monetarily or anything. What I mean, I mean, you could dream about that too, but I'm talking about like the being that you are. Like, what do you want in your soul? You want more peace. You want more contentment. You want more purpose. You want more wisdom. You want more joy. Like, what is it that you are after? And maybe you're like, Danny, I want it all. Like, I, I want it all. Like, I want more peace, more joy, more contentment, more serenity more purpose, all of that stuff. And that's beautiful and it's healthy and it's holy. And and some of us, I have found that we have a really hard time looking into the future because we're so controlled by circumstances. We're, we're sad about maybe a spouse's health or we're worried about our kids or, or we're worried if we don't have a spouse, maybe we'll never get married again or, you know, like if, if that's what you want to have in your life. And so, but I want it like us to put circumstances on the altar for a moment. Okay. Can we just like all relinquish the circumstances of life and deal with like our inner being, like the essence of who you are, right? None of us want to be defined by our careers or by things that we've done or our accomplishments. Like it might feel good for a minute, but we all know it's fleeting, right? We all know it's absolutely fleeting. Even if somebody wins the world series, they're only champions for what, three months. And then (laughs) the season starts over again, right? Like it's fleeting. And so, but I think it's so important that we have this inner dialogue, this inner peace, right? So that we can live whatever circumstances. And I've talked about him before, but Viktor Frankl wrote that book, Man's Search for Meaning. It's a great book. And Viktor Frankl is a Holocaust survivor and just an incredible man. But he talks about, basically, it sums it up, and this is Danny, you know, probably mismashing his quotes, but if you know your why like why you exist and why you're on this planet. You can live any how. And the hows of life are circumstances. They're externals. They're, they're the things that affect us, but they don't necessarily need to define us, right? So if we know our why, and sometimes some of us have to unpack that. Some of us are so numb from the things of life. We don't even know what our why is. We're like, I don't even know. I don't know why I'm here, right? So we can unpack that in another episode. But what I'm saying is if we can know why we can live any circumstance, we can live any how, and we can unpack that in the future. But I wanted to talk about this future self. And I was doing some journaling today and maybe you can borrow what I want from my future self until you can figure out and put on what you want for your future self. And then we're going to talk about four practical ways to do this, to have excitement, to have joy, to look forward to something. Like some of us, you guys, we just need to look forward that there are better days ahead. There are better internal days ahead. There are better spiritual days ahead. There are better days ahead for us emotionally and mentally and spiritually and maybe God willing, even physically, right? So my future self, I want to be deeply connected to my creator. I want to have a rich, vibrant relationship with Jesus. 
I want to be at peace and grounded with myself. I want to be healthy and I want to be whole and I want to be so comfortable in my skin. I want to be at total peace with my past. I want to have more understanding for myself and more compassion for myself and for others. I want to be wise. I want to be generous. I want to be deeply and richly connected to dear friends and family. I want to have a rich and vibrant community around me that I'm pouring into and that are pouring into me. And I want to be fulfilled and I want to be content and I want to have purpose. I want to be purposeful and intentional in everything that I do. Like that is Danny's future self. Okay. And, you know, I had this, I did some meditation yesterday. I was doing some intentional meditation, which, you know, I talk about biblical meditation all the time. If you're more interested in learning about biblical meditation, you can jump in to the spiritual intentions framework if you haven't already. We dive in that course uh, to all those spiritual disciplines, those old ancient ways of encountering God's presence and encountering his goodness and coming home to ourselves and finding that freedom. Like that's what that course was created for, right? It's not a Bible study. It's a, it's literally to help us encounter God's love and his grace and his mercy and his richness and to help us find purpose. And we talk about all sorts of stuff. We talk about physical well-being. We talk about community and we unpack the different types of community. I believe there's three different types of community that we need to unpack and, and live into. And so if you're interested in that, you can go to um, my website, dannysumner.com and check out course, or I'll put a link to it in the show notes. But that's my future self. And I was, so I was doing this meditation yesterday and I was thinking about who I want to be. And, and I was thinking about, man, I want my future self to be proud of my present self. I want my future self to be so grateful for the life that I have set up for her, right? Because you guys, the life we're living right now, the reality is we're impacting our future, okay? Like it is what it is, okay? So how can we impact our future in such a way that we're growing into the human being that we want to be? And we may not be where we want to be completely spiritually or physically or financially or emotionally or mentally or any of those ways. But if we can take off the judgments, take off the criticizing for just a moment and pause and just go to your future self and then work backwards, right? Because like in business, okay? So I've been an entrepreneur for years. We've, we've Gary and I have had businesses and all that. Whenever we've started a new venture or actually monthly and quarterly, we do this too. Where do we want to be at the end of this quarter? Where do we want to be at the end of this month? And then we work backwards. Like we figure out how do we get there? You guys, this is how you design a life too, by the way. You know, like this is like life coaching 101, but to design a life, you, you figure out who you want to be and then you work backwards and how do you get there? What people do you need in your life to build you up and to love you and to fuel you? And what people do you need to kind of distance yourself from, even if it's just emotionally, maybe it's not physically because they live in your home or they're part of your family or they're part of your circle that you just know you can't abandon or walk away from. That's fine and that's great. But who do you need pouring into you, right? And I tell you guys all the time, some of my best friends on this planet, I've never met. Like literally, Brennan Manning, I read his book. I read parts of his book every week, sometimes daily if I'm if I'm just needing it, but even a paragraph. He's a part of my life. He has been such an influential part of my life. I've never met him. I mourned when he died and I can't wait to meet him in heaven, but it's like we can have these relationships with people that we're not even in relationship with. Does that make sense? Like we we can have these relationships and we can learn and grow and and all of that. And so but my point is we have a relationship with our future self as well. 
And so I wanted to encourage you to just pause and to just to breathe and to maybe for a minute continue to just put your past self on the altar, even put your current self on the altar and just dream, just dream. Because sometimes you guys just that dreaming and that opening our hearts up to our future and to what God has for us, it can really help us live in today a little bit better because we know it's like knowing that there's a vacation coming, right? Like Gary and I are going on vacation this summer. I can't wait. It's literally been getting me through hard days the last six weeks because I'm so excited about our getaway this summer. It's like we have this future that we can look forward to because we are not forsaken. We are not forgotten. And I promise you, when we do this inner healing work and when we meet with God and when we allow him to meet with us, we get more healing. And that doesn't mean these pasts and these pains and these loss and this grief, it's not going to affect us. But you guys, These things can impact us and affect us, but they don't need to define us and they definitely don't need to control us. Like that's my point, okay? Here's my four takeaways for today. Number one, take time and practice encountering God in his presence, whatever that is. I don't know if you encounter God when you're on walks. I don't know if you have to go walk and hug a tree and go into the forest. I don't know if you need to go to the beach. I don't know if you need to listen to worship music. Like what is it that is an easy encounter for you to experience God's love and his grace and his mercy? And if you're like, Danny, I feel so distant from God right now. I can't experience his presence. I want to pray for you at the end of this, but also I just wanted to encourage you that block could be something going on more. Like it could be you're really wrestling with past and with shame or You could be just grieving and wrestling with a current situation right now. But I just want you to know, no matter how distant you feel from God, he is with you and he has not forsaken you. And he wants you to encounter his goodness and his peace and his grounding and and all of that. Okay. And I don't mean to minimize anything that you're going through or anything that you're wrestling through. So time and practice, practicing the presence of God. You know, that's another, I'm not trying to plug spiritual intentions framework, but that's one of the reasons also. It's like these practices, these ancient practices and these tools and these intentions to be able to experience his love and his grace. They're magical. They're miraculous. They're amazing. So anyways, you can check that out too. It's the spiritual intentions framework. Uh, there's a link in the show notes. Number two, my friends, you have permission to heal. Some of us don't give ourselves permission to heal because we want to just crucify ourselves for our past or we've been so hurt that we hold our life almost in contempt because, you know, especially if you've been betrayed or some major abuse. Oh my gosh, you guys, that is so hard. But I just want you to know, my friend, you have permission to heal, whatever it takes. Grieve if you need to. Go to therapy if you need to. There are so many amazing godly therapists out there that can sit with you and help you unpack and unravel this stuff, right? I'm not a therapist, but I am so pro-therapy. I love it. Talk to a spiritual director, talk to a pastor, join a support group, reach out to a dear friend and let them know what you're struggling with. Even if you can't voice it all, just say, can you pray for me? Can you hug me? Can you walk with me through this? Can you give me knuckles and tell me I'm going to be okay, right? Number three, it's okay. And I want to encourage you to have intentional relationships. Who fuels you? Who feeds you? I've just talked about a moment ago, my top five, right? Like I have these five resources that are my major influencing factors in my heart and in my mind and in my life, right? Brennan Manning is one of them. I've never met him, but that man fuels me and he feeds me just by his books, his transparency, his authenticity. He wrote a book at the end of his life called All is Grace. And he talked about how 
he, I mean, he preached revivals. He encountered so, I mean, he just ushered in God's goodness for so many people. And he struggled with alcoholism the whole way through. He would preach a revival and then be stuck in a hotel room for three days, drunk as a skunk, right? It just shows that God can use anyone, but it also shows like his vulnerability and his honesty that he still didn't have it all together, even when he was on his deathbed. But I loved his heart and his passionate pursuit of Jesus. And you guys, that is what I'm after. I want to encounter all God has for me. I'm betting my life on this stuff. I'm betting my life on this presence of God stuff and the inner healing stuff and and all of that. Not in some woohoo way, but literally in like an encountering way. Because I believe God is with us and I believe he wants to encounter us and to love us back to life. So intentional relationships. Who do you have in your life right now that you can be more intentional with? So that's number three. And then number four, and maybe you need to start with number four, but number four is start praying and dreaming. It might be too scary to dream yet. You may still just be too disillusioned or too heartbroken to dream, but would you pray? Would you just start praying for your future self? You guys, from the day my kids were born, we've prayed for their future youth pastor and we've prayed for their spouse. And I think it's so healthy for us to pray for our future self Lord, help me to live into my life. Help me to be who you want me to be. Help me to deal with whatever I need to deal with. Help me to understand what's going on so I can walk with more joy and more hope and more peace and more purpose. Ah, Let's do it. Those are my four tacticals for this future self thing. Take time in the presence of God. Take time to practice even being in the presence of God. It might be two minutes. It might be 30 seconds. On some days, you may get two full hours, which would be glorious. But I'm telling you, take two minutes and just practice being in the presence of God with those tools and those tacticals. They're they're incredible. You have permission to heal. Do whatever it takes. Fight like hell for yourself. You are worthy. You are worthy to heal. You don't have to feel this misery or these struggles or these places of loss and these desolate places. There's so many scriptures. You know, I think about Isaiah 43, 18, where streams of living water come through the wasteland. You guys, that doesn't mean that the wasteland is gone. The wasteland's still under there, but now streams of living water are coming through it. Those wastelands in your life, God wants to heal. I don't know what it's going to look like in your life, but I'm excited for you. Be intentional. Who fuels you? Who feeds you? Find those people. Hold on to those people. One of my pastors from years ago, his name's John Ortberg, which, you know, I listen to his podcast. He's phenomenal. Um, But he said, I think it was like 19 years ago. He said, pick three authors and read their stuff over and over again. Like there's so much literature out there and that's wonderful and that's great. But find the three to five people that you resonate with and just read their stuff over and over again. Oh my gosh, it's powerful. And then start praying and dreaming. This is the fourth step again. Start praying, start dreaming. So let me pray for you. Super jazzed you're here. Super excited. I love you guys. Thanks for journeying with me. This is fun. Lord. Thank you for my friend. Thank you for who they are. Lord, thank you for who they are today. Thank you, Lord, for who they are becoming and who you have them planned to be, God. And Lord, if they're they're tripping up right now because of shame or stuff with their past, Father, I pray that they can just pause it. They can put it on the altar and say, I'm going to look at something else right now and just look to the future, God. I pray that you'd speak to their inner being, God, so they can just sense your presence and they can sense a good future. That doesn't mean circumstances are necessarily going to be easier, Father, but you're there with them. And Lord, if we know our why, we can live any how, we can live any circumstance. So Lord, bless them 
Lord, I just pray, Father, that you'd bless them and that you'd fill them by the power of your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, love you guys. Hello, my friend. If this episode blessed you, made you laugh, or triggered you, hey, that's growth, please do me a favor and share this with a friend. And if you feel led, please leave a written review for the show. That really helps us out. Don't forget you are in good company if you're feeling more broken than you'd like to admit. And you are more loved than you can ever imagine. Have a great week. See you next time.